Welcome to the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast, where I share stories of the babies I've treated, tips for professionals and parents, and demystify this magical healing modality. I'm Megan Beams, your baby bodywork mentor, and I'm obsessed with all things birth, psychology, healing, and plain old being a human. Join me while I dig deep into craniosacral therapy. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the My Baby Craniosacral podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and today I would love to talk to you about the positioning in utero and how that affects the baby. So as you know, everyone starts off in the womb. There are the odd cases, such as IVF babies. They may start off elsewhere, but they eventually find themselves inside someone else's body. So yes, we all have something in common, and that is we grew first inside our birth parent's body. So some of us were inside for 41 weeks, 42 weeks, 26 weeks, but for today's episode, I'm going to focus mainly on the 41-weekers or the full term, let's say, so 38 to 41 or 42 weeks. So first of all, we'll start off with the birth parent and what's going on inside their body. It's important to know that, as mentioned in the first episode, that our body holds on to restrictions from injuries that we've had or experiences that we've had, and that stays in our body, and that can throw off the alignment of our body as well. So it's important to know this because as we go into pregnancy, or as people go into pregnancy, their bodies have previous restrictions that will also make it harder for babies to grow. Now, I don't want this to be a fear-mongering episode. This is not fear-based. This is all human-based, and we all experience growing inside a womb. So I don't want you to feel scared or as if I'm blaming anyone for what's going on inside their bodies. This is purely for your knowledge. So we've got restrictions already, let's say falling down, slipping on the ice and hitting your bum. Maybe someone was a figure skater and they fell a lot. Maybe someone was a skier and they fell down the hills a bunch. Maybe someone had a bike accident. Maybe someone fell down the stairs, slipped and fell. Anyway, a a broken leg, something, anything that would shift the pelvis. That's going to restrict movement and enough space for that baby to move, and it will have an effect on that baby. So the restrictions within the birth parent's body can alter the shape of the pelvis. So maybe one side, there's more room than the other. So maybe the left has more space, or the right has more space, the right of the pelvis, the pelvic cavity, so inside, when you go inside there. And so when a baby is sitting, hopefully upside down, laying in there, they will go to the place that has the most room because it is more comfortable there. That and gravity works. So if there's less room, they are going to the place that there is more room and it's usually going to be lower. So they'll spend more time there and that will have an effect on which way they're turned in utero. 
So this can cause a baby to be sunny side up or the OP, occiput posterior position. This is not an optimal position for birth. The optimal position is OA, so that is occiput anterior. That means that the baby, their back is against the birth person's tummy and the baby's face is against the birth person's sacrum. So this brings us into what it's like to be a baby full term. Their face, hopefully, is pushed up against the sacrum. That's, that's, uh, that can't be comfortable for very long. <laughs> and so when they get bigger, you know, uh, as a birth person's body grows and expands, their uterus grows, their stomach stretches, their, their fascia and their ligaments give way, there is more space for that baby, but it's, it's still tight. There's not a whole lot of room. And, and, and you know, anyone who has had a baby inside of them knows that near the end, there's not a whole lot of room. Even when you're a tall person, there is not a whole lot of room. So when we think about what's happening with that baby, they're pretty much up against a rock and a hard place. You know, their face is up against hopefully the sacrum or their cheek, or something. And then the other side of their head is up against the pubic bone. And then the other side of their head is maybe, you know, pushed up against one of their hands. So they got their hand mashed in their face, and they're not, there's not enough room for them, or they aren't strong enough to even move that hand out of that position. So they just hang out there with that hand against their face. Now, what this can do if, let's say, the birth parent's body is shifted or there's not enough room for that baby is their cranial bones are not fused. And just so we're sure, so everyone's aware, our cranial bones are never fused. In Western anatomy, they do teach that, you know, as an adult, your bones are fused in your cranium, but that is not the case. Anyone who has had a cranial sacral session and have their jaw alignment change or their facial structure change or the shape of their head, it changes. They know that these bones cannot be fused. Anyway, before birth, the bones are so not fused that they can actually override one, one another. So one bone will actually overlap, kind of get pushed and run over kind of like a tectonic plate and go up and over the other and it will override it and it will just stay there. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to take one hand, let's say you take your left hand and put it on your chin, on your left jaw, beside your ear, kind of like on your cheek. Okay. Now I want you to take your right hand and put it on your temple area. And now what I want you to do is kind of push your left and push your right together. So you've got one on your jaw on the left and one on your temple on the right. And now slowly, slowly with a little bit of pressure, I'm doing it right now. Just feel in your body what's going on. Are you getting a headache? Is your neck starting to cramp? I don't know about you, but my neck hurts. And this does not feel good. And I've probably... I've probably only pushed myself about a centimeter out of alignment. I don't feel good. My throat hurts. I, I feel like I have to cough. Now I need to roll my shoulders. And that's after, what, 20 seconds? 
That was 20 seconds of me pushing my body in a, a strange way. Now, we have to think about the baby. Yes, they are jelly. They actually don't have, you know, their bones are cartilage until almost the age of two. Like their fingers are not real bones until the age of two or later. So their their bones, they have not ossified. They're just cartilage. So yes, they will have more mobility and more range for sure. But those muscles and that fascia is still going to do their job. Those They're the same as our muscles. <laughs> so those muscles can get tight and that fascia can still protect. So I just want people to have an understanding of, you know, what it might be like for a baby the last few months and that babies have feelings too. They have emotions. Yes, absolutely. But they actually have a nervous system that can feel. And when they come out, whether cesarean or vaginal, it doesn't just go away. I like to tell my parents that are in my in my office that, okay, you know, the, the people who are like, well, why does my baby need a massage? Why does my baby need body work? There's like nothing. They They haven't done anything. And what I say to them is, okay, imagine you're laying on the couch and you've got your head slightly off to the side and then you fall asleep there and you wake up and you're like, oh man, my neck hurts. You weren't doing anything. You're just laying in the wrong position. And that neck hurts for three days, five days. You got to go get a massage. And I'm like, does that ring a, ring a bell? <laughs> and now I say, okay, great. Now put yourself upside down with gravity and a 40-pound weighted blanket on top of you. <laughs> now how do you think your body would feel? Do you think you would feel amazing? Do you think you might have a headache? Do you think your neck might hurt? Okay, great. Your baby is also feeling that. <laughs> Your baby is capable of feeling uncomfortable, just the same as you. So I, I really like to put that into perspective so that they have an understanding that, yes, babies can feel pain. So that body can shift. That body inside that womb can shift, and it changes. And it can get tight on one side and loose on the other, depending on the restrictions of the pregnant person's body. And that is where torticollis begins. Torticollis is a whole other ball game that I'm going to get into. That is a whole 17 podcast episodes on their own. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do that to you today. I'm just going to talk about positioning in the womb and, and how that affects the baby. So there's torticollis, but then there's also the sunny side up position that I had mentioned earlier and how that can also affect the baby. So if they're sunny side up, then the back of their head is actually pressed against the sacrum and their face is against the pubic bone. So that can restrict the neck. That actually elongates and stretches, pulls the neck. And if you remember from the episode one, if your fascia is pulled, it will restrict to protect so those babies who are coming out sunny side up, they have a harder time coming out, but they also, to start with, likely have a sore neck. So there is much more to talk about with this, but I'm going to end there for today. I just want to give a, a better, broader perspective of the 
experience physically for a baby in utero. And that is what craniosacral treats. It treats not just the birth process, but the experience in utero. So that also includes twins. That's another podcast episode. Twins, triplets, all of those. So even less space. I just want you to know that after pushing my jaw and my forehead in the opposite directions, now my jaw hurts as I'm talking. <laughs> Apparently I need to go get my own craniosacral session real soon. I went on Monday, but I need to go again. So I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and you can look at a baby and say, huh, I wonder if their neck hurts um, and see that, you know, they can feel uncomfortable too. I've said that many times, but that's okay. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.